Arts Mid North Coast acknowledge the Waramai, Biripai, Dungadi, and Gumbangi people, the traditional custodians of the lands on which we live and work in, and pay our respects to their elders past and present. The Art Remedy Podcast, brought to you by Arts Mid North Coast. episode on the art remedy. I paid a visit to the newly built Maxwell Hospital in my local town in the Nambucca Valley on Gumbangi country. Opened in May 2020, the hospital was built on a new site located just outside the town centre. To get the best clinical outcomes for the community, the Mid-North Coast Local Health District, in partnership with Health Infrastructure, facilitated project user groups which included staff, patients, carers and members of the community. One of the most outstanding features of the new hospital are the large sculptural works and reliefs that welcome patients, visitors and staff into the reception area. In this bright lofty space you will find a colourful mother whale and her calf suspended from the ceiling and three more pieces depicting the theme from the mountains to the sea. Throughout the hospital, there are dual wayfinding signage in both English and Gumbangi. Heralded as a great success, the project was a finalist at the recent New South Wales Premier's Award. I found out a little more about these works and spoke with members of the project team, including Michelle Flanders from Saltwater Freshwater Arts, Ricky Buchanan, the community facilitator, Auntie Lauren Jarrett, an elder and one of the key artists, and Bridget Uren, Program Director of Arts at Health Infrastructure New South Wales. My name is Michelle Flanders and I'm the Aboriginal Project Officer for the Women in the Saltwater Freshwater Arts Alliance. Saltwater Freshwater Arts Alliance is the regional body for Aboriginal arts and culture on the mid-north coast of New South Wales and we're governed through an alliance of local Aboriginal land councils, 10 of them, being Karua, Foster, Purfleet, Tari, Bunya, Viripai, Kempsey, Tangari, Anka, Barrowville and Coss Harbour. And we cover four nations, the Waramai, the Biripai, Dungari and Gumbangi Aboriginal nations on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. We got a contract through the Maxwell hospital to develop some artwork for the new hospital. That came through our um, branch with the NADA, the National Aboriginal Design Agency. So we engaged with the community in Nambucca, Maxville and Barrowville to get some young students from the schools there to do some artwork to go on display in the hospital. And then that evolved into a big weaving project as well. And so they've got the weaving installed in the hospital now and it's absolutely beautiful. My name is Bridget Uren. I am the Program Director of Arts for Health Infrastructure New South Wales. 
Well, arts and health settings has been around for a very long time in New South Wales as well. Many hospitals with rather extraordinary collections of state significance. For example, Royal Prince Alfred Hospital, their collection started in 1933. The Royal North Shore and Maitland Hospital and Concord Repatriation Hospitals also have these extraordinary collections as example and still today are used as backdrops for other arts activities. Concord Repatriation Hospital, for example, film and TV, including the movie Australia and popular TV series All Saints. So that's how I guess it was, you know, set up for decades. And then in 2016, the New South Wales Health established New South Wales Health and Arts Framework and local districts across New South Wales were given discretion to enable it and suitable to their community needs. And that's where we take launch, really. There was a substantial amount of of consultation with extensive arts industry leaders, stakeholders, artists, therapists, etc. Uh, and we tried to honour that, you know, in our daily practice. So we do, in almost all um, health infrastructure projects at least, we have artists working on those that are, are relevant to having arts programs. The, the key reason why we do it is uh, primarily because it is a cost of effective way of improving patient and visitor experience and the ripple effects that that has, of course, on staff well-being. So I guess what has changed in some ways is health infrastructure's commitment to art started before the the New South Wales Health and the Arts Framework through public art commissions in redevelopment. So it's probably a good understanding from where it began. However, that has certainly evolved over the last um, 10 years and probably two years in particular since I've been appointed to include the reviews of the models of care and the role of therapeutic arts programs, for example, music or literature. Uh, and so there's a more holistic response. It's not just uh, ensuring that art is included as a visual means to deinstitutionalize a clinical environment, but it's how you can engage creatives and multidisciplinary art forms in those models of care to impact how the patient will experience that health environment. And the the benefits of that is global. Uh, the patient benefit certainly is demonstrating how it mitigates stress and anxiety, relieving boredom often associated with extended periods of wait between treatment times. And of course, as I mentioned before, the staff impact on wellbeing retention in fewer sick days. So there's a, a really wonderful example is the uh, Dubbo Maternity uh, Hospital Redevelopment uh, in 2015. Jonathan Jones, uh, a leading Aboriginal artist, was commissioned for that project and he worked really closely with Aboriginal elders and community to create uh, a response that would be deeply tied to ancient songline and kinship. And a result of that project was that Aboriginal women in the first 12 months after the new service opened increased their first-time presentation before they were in active labour by 27%. So that has an extraordinary impact on 
on women's health care, maternal health care, and generationally how the trust of the health system and Aboriginal communities can be improved through arts. And I guess that, you know, is significant as a statistic to me because I've had two children at Dubbo Hospital and uh, had a very different experience of, you know, presenting very early for my maternal care. And so it's uh, it's wonderful now that Aboriginal women through that project and Jonathan Jones and the Elders Engagement was able to create a response that was not just about deinstitutionalising that clinical space, but also enhancing the model of care for women seeking maternal health care. My name is Ricky Buchanan. I am a local Aboriginal uh, man from Barrowville. I've been involved with uh, Maxwell Hospital and the entire project of, um, I guess, working towards having a new hospital um, and then the development of that hospital and facility and the inclusion of uh, the names, the dual naming system within the hospital and the artworks and uh, weaving sculptures that are within the building. So the, um, the main artwork itself uh, was created by 14 different students from the three different high schools in the valley, Nambucca, Maxwell and Barrable. And basically we gave a theme to the students that was from the mountains to the sea. And we translated that um, to Julomnyar Gagalgo. And uh, basically the students, you know, created an artwork and, and we sort of uh, used them to create the big piece that there is now and the piece that's on the wall. I think it's coloured perspex or acrylic or something like that. It's almost three metres tall and I think it's about six metres from one side to the other. So it's a fairly big piece. <laughs> kind of three-dimensional because we've got the... Um, pretty thick um, plastic on there with the different colours. Uh, there are also a bunch of smaller artworks that are created by the elders and, and other people around the community. And then the, the, the main sculptures, so the, the weaving and those sorts of things, um, they're all through the main hospital street. And they basically follow the same theme from the mountains to the sea. And so there's a piece that you'll only see when you look back towards the west. Um, it's the de a depiction of mountains and um, also relates to Scott's Head Mountain uh, because of the fact that it has three peaks. And so that piece was given three different peaks. The piece you'll see as you walk in the door just above reception is Morbai. It is a fig tree, white fig tree, and it is what we know as the tree of life and it tells uh, and the story that relates to that uh, talks about uh, giving and sharing and and I guess coming together as a community rather than uh, trying to be um, I guess alone and and uh, I guess take more than than you need and and claim space where you should be sharing so yeah that's the first piece as you walk in and then the second piece you'll notice is the uh, water hole, so a fresh water hole, um, and that 
has the Brolga on it, and um, that relates to our mother that we we hold uh, within our culture, and her name is Gongan, and uh, she basically is our protector, and she comes to us when we we're in need. The major story that relates to her when her son falls in battle, she travels to the battle site and basically, yeah, helps finish off the, the battle and and tries to save him, but um, she's unable to. So, you know, that, that mother figure that comes to your aid when, when you need the help and when you're not feeling well, so ties in as well. <laughs> and then the final piece that's hanging from the roof um, is mother and calf, uh, two whales, and they are kind of facing towards the north northwest and they relate to the migration of whales and as as we planned <laughs> they are located just at the front of maternity so they also tell the story of uh, mother and calf and and a mother and her child uh, beginning their journey uh, throughout the ocean and here throughout the world yeah I'm Gumbangi, Dungari and Bunjalung descended. Currently reside in, on the mid-north coast and I just stay home and work quietly doing weaving and painting and taking care of the grandchildren and I get involved in some community projects. It was an amazing opportunity and beautiful Artwork was the result of many hours of work throughout the COVID. Um, we started in the schools and the women's group down in Barrabong. We taught them how to do some t- simple techniques and then didn't take long for them to become quite confident and enjoy what we taught them. And then we were able to take those pieces and um, connect them together to create the whales, billabong, uh, the tree of life and the mountains, which are represented locally in the um, creation stories. This amazing artwork that... You know, like the amount of hours taken to produce something so emotive on telling a story through weaving. Um, the connection between woman, thread and country. A story being told that is healing and threading together life, past, present and future. As women sit and weave with students, um, they can contribute to bring their culture and their ways to others. The ways in which these women work are a mixture of traditional weaving and modern day structures. A symbiosis of the two art forms is visionary. Art's important to us, the, the local Aboriginal people, because it's a way of expressing things that are hard to put into words. And in a way, some of those stories see that the artworks and the, the sculptures that are there, they tell a story without us having to specifically tell you what the story is. 
and there's kind of a a way to make it easier to tell a story uh, because a lot of the time we prefer a visual reminder of, of the story. It, it makes it a lot easier to recall you know, as much of the story as possible rather than trying to rely on just your memory alone. And, yeah, a lot, a lot of the time, and in particular with all the weaving, um, the process of creating the piece can be, I guess, meditative or um, a healing process in itself because with, with the weaving, um, you have time to sit down and do something that's kind of repetitive and, and you know, takes your mind off everything else and, and then you get to have conversations around, you know, what the piece is and how we're going to do it and, and, and then you start conversations on, you know, where are you from and who's your family and, <laughs> and then the whole sort of, yeah, conversation becomes a bit of a healing process as well. So making the art and, and doing the weaving and things like that is actually a process of healing as well. For the broader community is able to provide a sense of comfort. As, as we all know, a lot of hospitals are pretty sterile, is, is I guess the word I'd prefer to use, um, pretty plain. There's not many things to look at that are really colourful and, and take your eye. And, and for some people, you know, take your mind off the fact that you're in, in pain or you're suffering from whatever it might be. Uh, so these sorts of things uh, are there to create a different kind of environment it, it, it kind of is a good distraction while you're in the building and, and a lot of people do stop and have a little look and you know it, it takes your mind off everything for a second while you're um, <laughs> while you're trying to figure out what's happening in the picture or what what the the weaving piece is and have a look at all the details within each piece It already is affecting people. We get comments every day from someone, people we don't even know. Um, it just gets their mind off their worries for a few seconds and they can appreciate the beauty um, and read the stories and just see how involved the community is, the children and, and the, uh, the adults that were involved including some teachers as well, you know, and um, it just creates a beautiful ambience in the hospital when people walk in. It is one of the most beautiful art projects I think I've ever worked on and I, I think it's really exciting to look at it as not even an art project and it was a whole of community response, really, and led exclusively by the Kumbangia people for Kumbangia people. So I think that was achieved by engaging them very early in the co-design of what was feasible at the new hospital, but beyond that, the co-delivery of the project from early planning stages and engaging the voices and mentoring of elders with young people in the in the three schools up there. Absolutely fantastic people uh, 
supporting that project uh, in community, in the schools, the enthusiasm of the kids. And, and really the outcome of that was far more beyond just the exquisite artworks that you see at the main entry of the hospital, uh, but the greater trust between the communities in the region, the staff satisfaction that the artworks make the hospital a more pleasant place to work in, and it also led to the creation of three new Aboriginal health positions. Importantly, however, I think the Aboriginal patients are seeking preventative care, presenting to the to the hospital and community health services earlier than that, what they otherwise might have. And this has a massive impact on, on ensuring that what could relatively be minor health issues to prevent them be becoming major health implications. The earlier they seek treatment obviously is, is better for health outcomes. Uh, and I think that's a, a wonderful outcome that there are, there are more uh, Aboriginal families seeking earlier care than they did in the previous hospital. And a large response that we're getting is that the approach to that hospital redevelopment overall, the arts, the artworks and the weavings, the design by the children, very importantly, the the language uh, on arrival and welcoming you into the hospital. It's just amazing to see the level of self-esteem and pride lift when people get involved in their culture um, because for a long time, over 200 years, we've been not allowed to practice culture and now we do and everybody really engages and just glows. Art is, is a real benefit mental health wise and it just connects communities. For a lot of people within the community and, and around the area, there, there is, uh, I guess, a better connection and, and more of a sense of ownership and belonging within the place because they see something that they're familiar with and they see something that someone they know has contributed to, you know, and then um, it, it's kind of right there in your face and it's not, you know, hidden around the corner or somewhere that's not so visible. And, yeah, it does kind of provide a... a fair level of comfort for a lot of people who do come in and see, you know, the, the difference in what was and what is now the Maxwell Hospital here. You've been listening to The Art Remedy from Arts Mid-North Coast. Thank you to our guests, Arnie Lauren Jarrett, Ricky Buchanan, Michelle Flanders in Saltwater Freshwater Arts and Bridget Uren from New South Wales Health Infrastructure. Original intro title track by Stuart Peters from Soundshed Music. 